Hey y'all, this is Dawn and you are listening to This Little Light. And tonight we wrap up the Know Your Role series. I hope that you guys have enjoyed this series just as much as I have. It has been so good to go back and study these things. Things that I knew and have known for a very long time, but really just sitting down and going over the word and letting the word remind me of who I am and who I'm called to be and who God says I am and what my role as a woman, as a wife, as a mother, but more importantly, as a child of God is. And I have super enjoyed this. Tonight we wrap it up with the children. If you haven't listened to the first three episodes, absolutely go back and listen to those. Part one, woman. Part two, man. Part three, marriage. Tonight, part four, children. And I'm going to go ahead and give you a heads up about next week. Next week, my baby, my 14-year-old, he's not my baby. He's a baby, actually. He's a baby. He's always going to be my baby. He's going to be 70 years old one day, and I'm still going to be like, that's my baby. (laughs) But my 14-year-old is going to be joining us next week. Next week's episode is going to be a little bit different. We're just going to talk about the youth, the state of the youth in our church in the world right now. I grew up in the, like, I was a teenager in the late 90s, early 2000s. I graduated high school in 2005. I can't imagine how hard it is being a teenager right now. It was hard when I was in school. So I can't imagine what it's like. And I am so excited that we get to hear his view of the world and the church and where the where our youth are like it's going to be I think it's going to be a really good some good insight for us adults because our youth have a lot to say we just need to take the time to listen to them right right so it'll be a good time but we're going to jump right into tonight's episode and I want to preface this by saying I am no child expert (laughs) I know this. I am fully aware. But I will tell you that I do have experience with a bunch of like child things. Um, First and foremost, I'm a mother. I have raised my own children. I have raised one child up until like eight, (laughs) not knowing the Lord. I've raised the other child. All he has ever known is mommy knowing the Lord. So I can talk to you from this from both sides of it you're welcome (laughs) and then second of all I am a daycare director I am literally around children all the time so also I've read a lot of books and first and foremost the word the word tells us everything we need to know the sooner that we understand that the bible a is alive and active and second that it's our like instruction manual for life we got it guys like we once we realize that and we can turn to the word which is alive and active then we got it we don't need anything else we got jesus we got his word we got books to help us people who have walked us out and are a lot older than we are and have done a lot more in life and raised a lot more babies than we have right (laughs) so we are good guys we can do this and like always we're going to start with the lie. Now, I know that 
we all think our babies are perfect little angel babies and can do no wrong. They are God's gift to us and they're just perfect. They're sweet little face and they can do no wrong. They can do no wrong at all. But y'all, those kids, <laughs> there's a lie there. That is the lie. We, especially now because the world has lost its mind. Remember last episode, uh, I told you about the quote I heard. When the church loses their voice, the world loses its mind. Well, so goes the church, so goes the world, right? So, because we have lost our voice and we have refused to take a stand, that lie there is that we, we have failed to realize that our children are full of sin. <laughs> They're sinful little humans until they come to repentance and that realization that they have got to give their life over to the Lord to be redeemed and restored back to their original design. Our children are sin-filled little humans. Filthy rags, just like we are. And they do not, like, we have got to acknowledge this. It is our job. Let's point it to the truth. The Bible says that in Proverbs 22, 6, to train up a child in the way that they should go, and when they are old, they will not depart from it. Who is supposed to train up a child? Who? 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 Us. Parents. That is why marriage, having the covenant relationship and knowing who you are first as a man or a woman, then coming together in that covenant relationship and raising up and stewarding well what you have been giving, which means discipline and correction, and then raising them up and training them in how they should go is so important. Guys, children have a role. They were not an afterthought. In the beginning, God created man and woman, and he told them to be fruitful and multiply. Children were a part of the original design. Family was a part of the original design. God intended us to have children. It was a part of how the world was supposed to go. Once again, never an afterthought. They were a part of the original design, and he gave us the gift. They're a blessing to us that we get to raise up the next generation. And until we realize that it is our job to raise them and train them, correct them, discipline them, and point them to the cross, then our children no wonder the world is the way it is. It's because A, the church has lost her voice. B, because we refuse to stand on the truth of the word. Let's point it to the word. Colossians 3.20 Children, be obedient to your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing to the Lord. Now, I know there's no children listening to this, but <laughs> this is our parenting. This is what we get to do, the role of the children and how we are supposed to steward well what we have been given, which means stewarding our children well. We get to do this. God chose us and God would not have put your children with you if he did not know that you weren't the one that your children needed. He has given you everything you need to raise up your child to be a successful human, a successful adult, a contributing member of society and a kingdom changer. Like your 
child was given to you for you to train up in the way that they should go, which should be in a Christian household toward the cross. Point them toward the cross to Jesus to be a world changer, to change this world for his good. Bring heaven to earth. The role of given to children is so simple, guys. Children, be obedient to your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing to the Lord. Ephesians 6, 1 through 3. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, that it may be well with you and that you may live long on earth. Whenever we see (laughs) that the world as it is right now, it seems that we have all forgotten this. We have placed children on the same level as parents, right? The world has, society has. Heaven forbid you discipline your child. All hell will break loose. They have the right to look at you and say, whether you're... Now, pause. There is a fine line between abuse and discipline. We do not abuse children. And sadly, just like with slavery, yeah, I'm pointing it back there. When the Bible was used to justify slavery, the same thing has happened with abuse. And that goes in, like, even authority in the household. That is not meant to be abuse. And when you take scripture out of context, hermeneutics is a big deal, guys. Biblical interpretation is a big deal. Do not use a word of God to justify your sin because you refuse to do the right thing. No. Everybody uses the whole spare the rod, spoil the child scripture to justify beating their children. And that is not okay either. And if you are doing that, you need to really sit back and reevaluate your whole life because that is not okay. I am all for, now you can get mad if you want to, but I am all for Discipline your child if that's what works for you with spanking. Spanking, not beating, not abuse, but a spanking. Sometimes that is what it takes. You know your child. You will learn very quickly what works for you. My oldest, you could seriously beat the boy and he would not, wouldn't even phase him. But you look at him and tell him, that what he did helped him understand the gravity of the situation and the gravity of his disobedience. Completely different child. That little one of mine, you could spank him and it will it will sit with him. But then have that talk with him. And the way we've done it in our household is we we talk first, we spank, and then we talk again. If that's what it takes. Now my biggest My oldest son, he is a lot bigger than I am now. He towers over me. I look up at the boy. Um, But it took us a long time because I was not a good mother for a long time. And it's only by the grace of God that I can even realize this. Because this, let me think (laughs) the best way to say it. I did not have, I lost both my parents by the time I was 16. Was this 
any does this justifying it no not at all that is not okay the way I raised my son was not anyone's fault but my own I had no one to show me though how to be a mother right but because we his dad and I got divorced when he was two he was in such a tough situation he was constantly back and forth between the two homes and I just wanted him to have stability and to be the good guy and to be the safe one in my mind I wanted to love him best you know and because of that I let him away get away with everything but enter in my husband now when he and I were in a real started getting serious and we got married my son did not respect him as the father figure in the home because of my lack of disciplining him do I realize now eight years into this where I went wrong oh yes did I realize this several years ago oh yes was this hard to correct oh yes <laughs> at eight years old I was like he was eight years old and I was trying to correct the boy and get him to do things that should have been simple obedience back when the when we first started this but because I didn't understand my role as a wife and mother and I didn't respect my husband as the head of the household because I was still trying to do the whole back and forth thing and try to be the good mom but I'll never forget the day it clicked like my son had said something and I was like we can't let this happen because if you cannot obey me you cannot obey God this is when I got serious in my walk with the Lord and it clicked and I was like I am failing my child because I am not training him up in the way that he should go because if he can't obey us in this house if he cannot trust us his parents to raise him and do what's best for him how in the world can he train or can he obey God how can he obey and trust God if he can't see him when he won't trust and obey us and we're right in front of his face and that revelation destroyed me from that moment on I got serious about how I corrected and disciplined my son and I'm telling you right now he is 14 right so we've come leaps and bounds he he is a great kid he's an exceptional I can talk to that boy and we have a great relationship but it took hard work and me putting in my effort and putting in the effort that I had to do and my husband had to do to get us to this point parenting is hard nobody said it was going to be easy by any means that is nowhere in the word but once again this is not all sunshine and rainbows God never promised us sunshine and rainbows all the time he never said it would be easy he never said this walk would be easy and when we are raising children it's going to be hard because they're sinful little people they don't they don't know we're inherently bad people we have a flesh that wants to do bad things it is up to us as parents who are looking and praying and believing for godly amazing children to train them up right so the bible says one of the other purposes of children is a continuation of knowledge of god deuteronomy 6 4 
Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And these words which I am commanding you today shall be on your heart, and you shall teach them diligently to your sons and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise up. I love it. Guys, do we even grasp that, like, we have got, we cannot expect the church, first of all, to raise our children. I'm just going to go ahead and throw that out there. It is up to us. It is up to us to point them to the cross. How can they walk out something they never see? Psalm 78, 5, For he established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel, which he commanded our fathers that they should teach them to their children, that the generation to come might know, even the children yet to be born, that they may arise and tell them to their children, and that they should put their confidence in God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments. Ephesians 6, 4, bring them up in discipline and instruction of the Lord. It is up to us. God makes that so clear. Children are not going to just do the right thing. It is up to us to train them up. Once again, take it back to Proverbs. Proverbs 22, 6. If you want to know about child, like training up a child in the way that they should go, just read Proverbs. Proverbs is so full of everything that we need. It is our life manual. The third purpose of children, they're a blessing. Psalm 127, 3 through 5. Behold, children are a gift of the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. How blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. They shall not be ashamed when they speak with their enemies in the gate. How incredible is it that God gives us the opportunity to raise up little people? I have... God has used my children so much to speak to me. When I had my kids and I started seeing them the way God sees me, y'all, it completely changed everything. That was so eye-opening for me. And he uses my children all the time to speak to me through things. Like, even in... I don't know, the day-to-day. My youngest, I'm telling you, that boy is going to be an evangelist. I believe it with every fiber of my being. He loves Jesus, and he wants everybody to know about Jesus. He is, like, he has no idea that there are people out there who don't know Jesus. The boy has never known me not knowing Jesus, but my oldest has. And he has seen, my life has been a testimony to him from who I used to be to who God has created me to be right now. I am telling you, God has done such a work in my home in this. If you only knew where he brought me from and how he redeems and he restores these things. The mother that I was not to my oldest son, I get to be that now. And by watching me walk this out, by my oldest son watching me walk this out, he has learned obedience from a different perspective. That is why now that I don't even have to threaten 
Like, I would never do that now anyway, just because of the relationship we have. And I know my child, just like God corrects us and he knows how to speak to us, we should know how to speak to our children. And that comes through having a relationship with them. You would not know how to hear your father's voice if you didn't have an active relationship with him. Have a relationship with your children, knowing your children, knowing their love language, knowing how to serve them. Because, let me let me wrap this up here. Obedience is the foundation in relationship. When they can trust you, they can obey you. Just like when we can trust our Father, we will obey what He has for us. Regardless of we, whether we can see the outcome or not, they, we have to have that trust. We will, When we trust Him, we will obey Him. Obedience combats selfishness. You cannot be a selfish person and be, be obedient at the same time. It demands you to place yourself in a secondary position. It always will. I am telling you, oh gosh, when I have turned to the Word, and also, oh my gosh, there's a book. The book, The Strong-Willed Child, has changed my life. I have read that book so many times. I got it when my youngest was an itty-bitty guy. It's by Dr. James Dobson. And I still have it to this day. I recommend it to parents who are struggling with raising those strong-willed children. And I fully believe that children now, being born now, are naturally just more strong-willed. They are more inclined to their wills are like just iron, you know. But I know we tame that will, but don't break the spirit, right? Because God has placed that will inside of them to be incredible leaders in the world. The world needs strong leaders who can point them to the cross in in all things. And God has created kids now, I really feel this way, to have that will to that they can't be deterred from their purpose and their destiny that they were created in, which is in his image, because we were given the, we were created in his image and women were given the ability to birth what was created in his image, right? So, and I really think the enemy uses that for his advantage in a lot of ways because they, that iron wheel can be used in the complete opposite direction, right? If they're not going all the way one way they're going to go all the way the other way think about it this way what we're seeing in the world right now is physically is a representation of what's happening in the world spiritually when we have just think about this think about all the rioting and the protesting and things that we saw in the summer of 2020 with blm and the way things were being burnt down and the oh gosh whatever that thing was and um was it seattle whatever that thing was called, Antifa. I can't even remember what it's called now. But think about if that were the opposite. If it weren't being meant for evil, what if it was being meant for good? Imagine what the church would look like. And that desperation and that often that, that they're thinking that they're doing the right thing 
Imagine if that were flipped for good. There is a whole generation under us that are hungry and desperate for authenticity. And it is up to us to point them in the way that they should go, parents. They, yes, they have to honor us. We have to get them to that level. But it is up to us to go out and be the parents that he created us to be. And that starts with discipline and correcting. Because God would not. Think of it from his standpoint. He is a good father. And he wants what's best for us. But he has to correct us and he has to discipline us to get us on the right path. Why would we not do the same thing to our children? If we don't raise them up and we don't correct their wrongs and point them to the right and point them on the right path, then we are failing our children. We are not honoring God and doing the things that we are supposed to be doing. I'm so thankful that God has given me an opportunity to redeem and restore what I didn't do in the beginning and I am coming to you and telling you from that standpoint your children have a purpose but you have to know your purpose first well your purpose is to know him and make him known that is what that is I have said that a thousand times but when you know him and make him known you cannot help but obey what he has done if your life is fully surrendered to him then you will be raising up your children and you will be committed to raising up a generation to know him and make him known. I know that this is a short episode, but with children, they're in such a... When you see, and you see how hungry next week when you hear from my son, when you see how hungry this generation is for something real, that's why they're turning to other supernatural things that's why they're turning to more witchcraft based based things because the world is giving them something that the church has failed to give them and we're going to hear about that next week and i'm going to leave it at that that is all i have to say about children because i want you to hear from my son next week guys i love you i am praying for you i'm praying that this series has just opened your eyes and given you a different perspective of your role as a man as a woman as a child and how the family unit is a godly he he intended it to be this way like when we're doing it his way we're doing it the right way the world has offered a counterfeit of that just like the enemy always does but we get to walk this out the right way and show the world how it's done guys i love you all i am praying for you you can always find me at Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and on Facebook at This Little Light. Talk to you guys next week. I'm so looking forward to next week's episode.